like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Okay, whatever. Did you guys miss me or what? I have. Yeah. When's the last time you saw me? Me? Yeah. Probably Charlotte's birthday party. Jeez, that was a while ago, dude. Well, then you had COVID. I know I almost died. You didn't call to check on me. You didn't text me. You didn't ask me. We checked on you like daily, so I don't want to hear that. Jess did. You didn't. You were like... Yeah. Well, I'm in the will. I get the dogs now. So I was like, yeah, well, I don't care. You are in the will. I I think, honestly, you were hoping that I croaked so that you could take over like the uh, discussion section of the podcast. That was my goal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were like, yes, it's my time. Finally. I can talk what? for two hours. What room are you in, Seth? Uh, my parents' office upstairs. Ooh. Yeah. He moved back in with mommy and daddy. For two weeks. He, he couldn't hack it as a real boy. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're fun roommates. Yeah, they are. I mean, if you like cocktails every night and get free dinners. Oh, Dude, yeah. That sounds like you to a T. Cocktails every night and free shit. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> Dude, that, like if I had to like speak or like write your eulogy, I would put that. Love cocktails and free shit. And free, free shit. like free shit and cocktails. Hmm, that's true, I guess. Right. That's true, I guess. Dude, Jess, so I, I had a funny story. We were doing the will before we left, ironically. Well, I guess it really is not ironically. Had we died, it would have been ironically, I guess. But um, Coincidentally. Anyway, coincidentally, we were doing the will. And um, we were I, we were joking. And I in the group text of me, Seth, Pui, and Chody, I text and said, hey, guys, we're doing our will and um, I found a place that will skin me when I'm dead, and they will uh, put my tattoos in a frame for you. So I would like to gift each one of you one of my tattoos should I yeah. pass away. And Abby and I thought it was hilarious. We were like, like dying laughing that like this because it was just such a stupid thing to think of, right? That and. These fucking guys, my best buddies, they start naming off tattoos of mine they want. <laughs> Tyler was first. Like without a hitch. He was like, I want the used uh, I want the used album tree with the hearts. Yeah. I said that's Michael Myers. <laughs> but it comes it turns out that that's actually a thing that you can do. It is. I believe it. We we found it. It's even in Ohio, believe it or not. It's a place in Ohio that will like skin you and like put your tattoos in a frame do they like do something to the skin so it, like i dry like dries it out like a 
cowhide or something? Maybe like leathery. I don't like leatherface type stuff. Where would you hang my Michael Myers tattoo, Seth? Probably in the lounge. Oh yeah, that'd be so. It could cool. be like something to talk about. It'd be like a conversation piece. Would you have like a picture of me with the Michael Myers tattoo, and then like the Michael Myers tattoo underneath this, yeah. so people would, yeah. wouldn't just be like, "Why do you have a leather skinned Michael Myers tattoo?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's my best friend's like skin." Ooh, the frame. <laughs> I think you should take it to a tattoo artist and have them put it on, not like actually my physical skin on you, but like get a matching tattoo, and then you could have it on you your body and then like there'd be one on the wall as well like we'd have matching in death tattoos yeah <laughs> my dead friend's tattoo <laughs> <laughs> and i actually have his and tattoo have on too. My wall. We, like, we like speak to each other through the tattoo <laughs> oh my God. if i push them together we can talk <laughs> The fucking portal, <laughs> dude. <laughs> the portal, like all this, like pushing me out. This light comes out. Like. Your lounge turns it. It turns into one like that red hole that uh, Steve dives through. It, it takes yeah. you to the upside the floor down. Opens up. And, like, <laughs> I like come out of the tattoo and I like I sit in your lounge with you and we chat. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be terrifying. That'd be fun. So, what other tattoos are spoken for? <laughs> yeah, just like wait a minute, I want some of these. Um, I apparently Jordan thought I had a Harry Potter tattoo, which I don't because she, <laughs> she said that. I was like, I don't think he's got one unless it's like on his dick or something. He was like, oh Jordan God. wants the Harry Potter tattoo, and I'm like, I don't have one. Wow. <laughs> so I mean, Jess, if you're uh, in interested, I forget which one. I think Cody said he'd take whichever one I wanted to give him, which that's just how Chody is. But um, so you can't have Mikey; he's spoken for, and you cannot have the used tree. But the rest of them are. Or up for grabs. I assumed you would want the Texas Chainsaw House. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it makes the most sense. I think so. Or there's the Headless Horseman. There's also Samara from The Ring. Uh, there's the Tree of the Dead from Sleepy Hollow. What else is there? I mean, can they like give us like your flexed bicep arm? Because then I'd want the whole thing. Yeah. Well, you would have to. You would have to get the um, flying Dutchman from the Pirates of the Caribbean as well, because you know Michael Myers is above that. So you could do like the right. whole piece. I'll just take the whole arm. You're gonna have to pay extra for that. <laughs> yeah, and I I forgot to tell you guys this. I'm not paying for any of this shit. Like you guys are gonna have to pay to have the skin removed and dried out rawhide style. Imagine like your open casket with like no arms and like all your skin's cut off. <laughs> well, I mean, I would think I'd have like a dress shirt on, right? I would assume. I would hope so. It'd be a little weird if I didn't, but hmm. So did you listen to the cocktails episode, Seth? I haven't yet. So I want to know about this Pert Plus thing. Um. Oh, well, you have to listen. I can't just tell you about it. You're going to have to go back and <laughs> did listen. Do they even make Pert Plus anymore? We're pretty sure they do. We're pretty certain. We're pretty certain they still make Pert Plus. They still make White Rain. I've seen White Rain in the store. That's a bottom shelf shampoo. I think I've seen <laughs> Pert Plus like in the travel section, at least. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it came out of left field. Like It really did. It's Is that hilarious. a dandruff shampoo? No, I think it's just like, just a, like a regular. Okay. I think it's like a mid-tiered shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think like VO5 is bottom shelf. Yeah, yeah VO, that's what I buy. It's, it's like water. It's just basically like hand soap. Yeah. You use VO5? <laughs> yeah. Do they even make a men's shampoo? It's just shampoo. It's like a dollar. You, you use like right, just like it's not for men? No, it's just VO5. 
Oh gosh, dude, you got to take better care of yourself. You got to get that Dove for men skin. I'm gonna look for Pert Plus. <laughs> better than White Rain. I'm just gonna ask somebody in the store. Excuse me. Where's the Where Pert Plus? Your- <laughs> I mean, you could. I have a coupon for Pert Plus. Can you tell me what aisle it's in. Or ask dude. for the, their generic of Pert Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like the store brand Pert Plus, please. <laughs> Do you have a Kroger brand Pert Plus? Do you have? Psst, Pert Plus. <laughs> I'm sorry, we only have Pert. <laughs> it'd be it? it'd be Psst Plus. <laughs> no, if it's an uppity shampoo, it'd be private selection. Oh, Pert Plus. Wow. it's sad that you know that, dude. Yeah, it's fucking oh, sad that you know that. So, um, I feel like we haven't recorded in forever. Now it's been a long time for all of us. Mm. Yeah, because I didn't you guys record together before. Josh and I did. No. no, I don't think him and I have done one alone in a long time. Okay. He kept touching me out of the table. Mm-hmm. I had to stop okay. asking him to do uh, private viewings. Yeah, they just kind of turned into like a weird sex thing. Yeah. I think I was thinking about the one you guys did with Brooke, but that was probably a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was for Patreon. That was a while ago. I What's think the last one we all did? I think you were remote, Jess. Yellow. It was... it was yellow jackets. We were all yeah. remote. Oh, God, really? You had the dogs clanking all over the floor, Seth. Oh, Remember? Yeah. Clack, 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 clack. I about that. <laughs> Sound like you had a bunch of little chickens in your house. That was a while ago. A while ago. Wow. Oh, wow. man. All right, this is HMC 91. We're going to talk about Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1, since Volume 2 comes out tomorrow. <laughs> I'm debating on whether I want to edit this tonight and release it to Patreon. I think you should. <laughs> I probably should want to laugh. God, get out of here. What is going on right now? So the door to this room is like a door, but has a glass window. Yeah. (laughs) My mom was like pressing her boobs up against it. She has a shirt on. She was pushing her boobs up against it. She was smashing her teeth on the glass. Yeah. Tell her to send me a picture of it. I'm on Snapchat. (laughs) She left. Ask her if she wants my Snapchat handle. (laughs) Okay. I assume they're going to bed. (laughs) You think they're going to go bang? No. Mm. So, Jess, you think I should edit this and drop it on Patreon before Volume 2 comes out? I do. So that would have to be tonight, right? Yeah, it sounds like a lot of work for me, but I could probably make it happen for the patrons. I mean, how many episodes are, No sweat. Is, how many episodes are in number two? Two. Is it just two? There's just two. Uh-huh. So there's seven in this and just two in Volume 2, but I think they might be mm. long ones. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought they were like movie length almost. Oh, schlongins. They're going to be schlongins. Schlongins. Well, a lot of the ones in this portion were like an hour and a half. Yeah, they were like way too fucking long is what they were. I actually didn't mind it. I got sucked in. I didn't. I can't wait. I've been waiting to talk about this since Abby and I finished it. Like I wanted to get on the mics that day and talk about this. Like I think I was texting you guys angrily. You were. <laughs> But violent texting. I wasn't violent texting, but all right. So G- our June theme is cluster F month because this month has been, we thought it was a cluster F before the whole COVID thing happened. And now it turned into an even bigger cluster F. So I think we named it appropriately. Yeah. This month has been an absolute cluster fuck. <laughs> uh, do we have a July theme? Do we have a, what do we have a July theme? No. Wasn't it new releases? Oh Yeah. See, yeah. Jess, I'm glad you're here. You remember all the important things. I try. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, all right, so Seth, what have you been up to, buddy? Talk to me. I'm sure you got like 90 movies you want to name off. I haven't watched anything in two weeks. 
Really? No TV. <laughs> Nothing. No. Not Bridgerton. Not um. No, because I've been staying at my parents for two weeks while my floors are getting done. Why so, can't you stay at your house? Because there's nowhere to sit down or there's nowhere to watch TV. It smells. It smells. Like once they put that stain and stuff down on the floors, it smells really yeah. like strong. <clears throat> so they're like doing the downstairs. So I had to put all the furniture on one half of the house while they did that side and then move it to the other. It's all crammed in there. So you can't like get to anything. Oh. Yeah. That's not good. So it's just easier to stay here, but we don't, we haven't watched anything because it's nice out. So we have cocktails on the porch, okay. have dinner, go back out back and have cocktails and then go to bed. <laughs> well, and just chat, you know. Hmm. Well, that's boring as shit. Jess, what are you been up to? I watched no television. Um, well, we already talked about a bunch of it on the uh, cocktails episode, but I did watch Spiderhead. On Netflix? Yeah. How was it? It was good, but it was weird. Good it was weird? Different. Good weird. I saw it was like in the top movies for Netflix, and then it got knocked out by um, something. I don't remember. It got knocked out by something. Yeah, I went into it like because I was told that it wasn't good. <clears throat> and I was like, I'm just going to see for myself. And I thought it was pretty good. But I, it's kind of like... It reminded me like of an episode of Black Mirror a little bit. Mm. Is it comical or is it serious? Um, there's some like funny parts to it. Okay. Because um, they're it's like they're doing experiments, and some of the experiments involve kind of like um like trippy hallucinogen drugs. Trippy. And uh, it's just yeah, it's funny. Chris Hemsworth's in it, and um, Miles Teller. Man, you love Miles Teller, huh? After Top Gun, he just did it for you. Not, not really. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, I think he's a good actor, but not like like that. I think you want to ride his face off. No, I think I you still do. need to see Top Gun. Have you seen it, Josh? Yet? The I have one? not. I watched yeah. the old one with Abby, um, but I not. I have not seen the new one. Abby had never seen the Tom Cruise movie. That was her first Tom Cruise experience. Oh, really? really? Like any movie? Never seen the Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, oh. that was her first one. She uh, and she was like, eh, nah. Well, that one is pretty 80s. That's crazy. Like, not even like War of the Worlds. Nothing. Nothing. I did see a funny <laughs> interview with Miles Teller, though, where he said um, he was like sick or something filming the sh- the movie. So he went had to go to the doctor and they ran some blood tests and they found out he had jet fuel in his bloodstream. What? And I don't know if this is a true story. He was telling a joke, but he came back and he was talking about like, how concerned Tom Cruise was like about him being uh, sick. And he was like... Uh, yeah, Tom, I found out that I have jet fuel in my bloodstream. And he goes, yeah, kid, I was born with it and like walked away. So I think he thought maybe he was joking, but I don't know. Like, How does that happen, though? I, I, that's why yeah. I don't think it was a true story. Maybe it was a lie. Huh. But I have jet fuel in my bloodstream, Seth. I was born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. It. Maybe she's just a bitch. I watched all of the Hunger Games movies again. Why? <laughs> because I like them. <laughs> Because I like Why? them. Why? Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and the Maze Runners movies. You just like got a hankering to watch fucking those? A hankering? A hankering. That's, that's a saying, I think. It is a hankering. Oh, yeah, bitch, really? eat that right there. Sit and spin. Sit and spin. <laughs> I got a hankering for it. I got a hankering <laughs> for that there show. <laughs> 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 
Is that what I sounded like? Fuck no. off. What else? What else? Come on, hurry up. I'm done with this already. Uh, oh, I watched uh, this show on Netflix called Snowflake Mountain. Yeah. Is that where they take a bunch of liberals and put them on a mountain? Uh, it's just a bunch of like very inexperienced people who are not out in fucking nature at all. Uh, why is it, is it called- like a reality show? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's actually pretty, I thought it was pretty comical. A lot but, like, of drama. These pe- it was literally like they were just camping. Like not even in like deep woods. That what? <laughs> and so like they'd like hunt for food and stuff? Like it was basically already caught for them. They just had to help like prepare it. Yeah. Mm. I'm like this is not. And some and some check won $50,000. Oh, dude, mm. Seth and I should go on the show. We should be like a team on Snowflake Mountain. Yeah. It would just turn into like a broke back thing. What? <laughs> just turn into broke back mountain. Everybody else would be like, what the fuck is happening? Why don't those two ever come out of their tent? This is not what we signed up for. Like, what is this shit? <laughs> we only come out to eat. We're like, all right, where's the food? All right, thanks. Yeah, we'll see you. Uh, that'll show. That's really, that was it for me. Huh. Wow. That was fucking. Did you guys watch? You guys never watched Only Murders in the Building, did you? No. Oh, there's a new season out. So. I think Abby watched it. Is it a Hulu show? Yeah, that's good. I'm pretty sure that Abby watched it. She also watched uh, something else. Oh, she freaking. I told Jess this. You'd know if you listened to the cocktails episode, Seth. But um, Abby watched all of Shit's Creek again while we were sick. Ugh, love that show. I didn't watch. I, I sat down once while eating lunch and like it was on and I was like, I don't know how you watch this. It's such a good show. It's not it's the same thing, Seth. I was like, oh, I love that. It's obnoxious, <laughs> dude. You have to like get into it. Like the first season is not great, and then the second season it gets better. The one I was, uh, the one I saw. I think David, David, the main character's name. Yeah, he was getting married. Yeah, oh, that was like the end. Oh, uh, he was just like obnoxious. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be. Oh well, okay. It was like one of those shows you never want to end. Like it was just so good. Mm, I was ready for it to end during my lunch because I was like, I'm <laughs> "Well, you suck." Terrible. I kind of suck. You, I agree with you on that aspect. I kind of suck. I have a whole. I'm gonna fly through this though. So my I God. watched Hustle on Netflix, the new Adam Sandler movie. Have you guys seen it? Mm-mm. I like. I was gonna watch it, but because it's about basketball, I was like, Ugh. "It's pretty good." But it is a lot about basketball. So if you're not, yeah, I don't that's know because he's like a scout or something, right? He's a scout, but he wants to be a coach, and then he finds this okay. kid, and then a whole bunch of drama happens. It's a really good movie. If you because I like him, so I've been tempted to, but I was like, "It's a basketball." Dude, movie. he's on a roll, man. His <laughs> movies have been excellent. When, and I was never a huge Adam Sandler fan until recently, but I don't know. I don't know why I became such a, a big Adam Sandler fan. But I was never a fan of like his goofy movies. They were just so stupid. Mm, yeah, I love them. <laughs> just like I like them. So I love there, them. I like them all. Uh, I watched Terror on the Prairie with Cowboy Cerrone and Gina Carano. They're UFC fighters. I watched The Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix. Also a great, great show. It's got uh, Nev Campbell from Scream in it. Neither of you watched that. Perfect. I watched freaking Stranger Things, which we'll get into here. I watched the first season of Reacher. Have you guys seen that? No. No. You should watch it. It's really good. It's not like the Tom Cruise Reacher movies. It's way better. Top Gun. Already <laughs> talked about it. I watched the new Candyman. And? Ooh. Not great. But I'm surprised none of us ever watched it. I remember us talking about it. Have we seen the original? Have I? Have, yeah. yeah. I, I recently watched it. I didn't hate it. I thought it was okay. Um, 
the social commentary in this fight, like if you if you like Jordan Peele is known for his social commentary in his movies, right? Which yeah. we, we kind of talked about a little bit when we did Get Out. Um, and I don't dislike Get Out. I don't. It's not. I don't think it's as good as other people think it is. I thought Us was not a great movie. Um, and then here comes this movie, and it's like the social commentary movie is like off the charts, but it's it's not. I didn't think it was great in my opinion. Um, but I would I'd be curious to see what you guys thought after you watched it, what you guys thought of it. But I think Jess doesn't his new movie come out like next week? Jordan Peele's. Yeah. Nope. That Alien one or whatever. I'm fucking. I can't wait for that. It looks. It looks pretty good. It looks pretty. Didn't good. we do an episode on the trailer for Candyman, the new one? Uh, I think so. Yeah. And then none yeah. of us watched it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think. Uh, I think not. None of us were really that excited for it, were we? No. I like wanted to see it, but then I heard it like didn't get good reviews, and then yeah, I just didn't. I mean, what like with it's it's insane that like I said, it's just it's riddled with. With this, it's just a lot. There's a lot going on. Uh, the mm. wolf, the Wolf of Snow Hollow. I watched that. It was on Amazon Prime because the Elm Street Boys were just ranted and raved about how great it was. Uh, did not like it at all. the ma- <laughs> The main character is so obnoxious. He's like so unlikable that it ruins the rest of the movie. And the movie uh, has was that a- the one you were talking about. Probably in the yeah. group chat. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's it's. I don't know. You watch it, maybe you like it. I watched they like uh, those wolf movies, those Canadian boys. They really do, and honestly, yeah. it it feels a lot like Wolf Cop. Oh God! But less campy. <laughs> okay. So on it, it, it had a really good storyline and a really good premise. The problem was that, like I said, the that main character was just so unlikable. That yeah, and if you don't like that, you're not gonna like the movie. Uh, I watched Machine Gun Kelly's Life in Pink. That's a Machine Gun Kelly documentary. Dude, I told Seth this. I was in the hot tub the other night for two hours. For the first hour, I listened and watched to a Rogan episode. And then for like an hour, Jess, all I did was watch Machine Gun Kelly live videos. (laughs) My God. Uh, I was like obsessed. But anyway, I watched his documentary. And then Abby and I watched The Gacy Files on Netflix as well. So that's... And dude, that's a lot of TV for me because I have not been watching any TV. How was the Gacy Files? Was that? It starts off really slow. There's only three episodes, so I would definitely suggest watching it. But it starts off really slow, and then once they get into it, it is astonishing the amount of bodies he had underneath that little house. Damn! And like they have like pictures and video footage like of the dude. It's crazy, and the guy is like a sociopath, dude. It's insane. Like, yeah, I have like, to check that out. Like how like embedded into like. Illinois politics and like all these different like clubs and groups he was a part of and like it was dude it was wild but it's definitely worth, it's definitely worth watching. But one thing I one thing I find freaking asinine is how people like are like oh you know John Wayne Gacy is my favorite serial killer like John like one it's weird that somebody says they have a favorite serial killer in my opinion because that's just something it's not like it's a sports team or a band it's like that's a weird thing to have a favorite of. But then yeah, you, you have like a range of them that you like, and then this one's your favorite. <laughs> I, but then like the like this guy after you like re or watch like what he did and like the like why he did it, it was like how do you like promote this? Uh, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. So who's your favorite serial killer, Seth? I can't say. You look like a Ted Bundy guy. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how you could have a favorite. 
I don't know. I bet Jess likes Ed Gein. She's like, I'd love to have a lampshade made out of human bodies. No, I'm not even sure what he like what his whole thing was. I mean, Jess does like craft night, so that is the oh most God. likely choice. That's true. Don't bring up craft night, dude. It upsets me. I don't ever get invited. It's a little disheartening, honestly. Yeah, you can make a lamp out of like a penis. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Penis lamp. Dude, we had the trees trimmed around the house, and um, I decided I did want to pay to have them hauled away because if you call the um, township, they'll come pick up the brush. The brush. And dude, I literally for the last four hours have been dragging brush out to the road and pay the money to have it hauled off. It sucks. <laughs> you're like, I got a big old pile of brush out there for <laughs> dude, you. Nine and a half, 9.5 miles I've walked today and uh, t- over 20,000 steps. I'm out here dragging brush. And I am exhausted. So, But they say you should do um, intense cardio before you record. So I don't. maybe I'm just going to be on top of my game. I guess we're gonna getting ready to find out. You're mm. just going to pass out? Yeah, I'll just collapse. <laughs> maybe, maybe, dude. I'm very parched. But all right, let's jump into getting lit and talking shit. Scary movie discussion. Uh, it's not really a movie. It's an episode. This is two episodes in a row that have been a uh, TV series. Maybe we're the, a TV series podcast now. Oh, shit. Just momentarily. The horror. Until we get our shit together. The horror TV series <laughs> podcast. That sounds terrible. That's too long. We have a better idea? Horror series crew. Yeah, they're nice and short. The horror series crew. I like it. It's really great. Really great. Anyway, like I said earlier, we're doing Stranger Things Season 4 Volume 1. It's available on Netflix. The new C, the new volume comes out tomorrow. So uh, the last two episodes will <laughs> be out. Weirdo. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. How do you say it? <laughs> Tomorrow. Tomorrow. God. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Whatever, dude. Tomorrow. (laughs) Have a spot of tea tomorrow. Tomorrow. (laughs) We'll carry some brush. Whatever, dude. Fucking brush. (laughs) Whatever, man. I'm excited (laughs) to hear your guys' theories after we get to the discussion as to what you think is going to happen the last two episodes. I'm sure you guys have theories, yes? Maybe. I'm, I feel like I, I haven't mean, watched we, it in a while. Mm. <laughs> Jess? I feel like we talked, we didn't really give like theories. We just kind of disagreed with like what you were saying. <laughs> we'll, so we'll see. I'm sure we're going to get into it, but <laughs> we all right. just kind of disagree with what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's been happening a lot lately, and I don't like it. <laughs> all right. Our characters, uh, you know, we got to start with Eleven, right? Millie Bobby Brown. She's um, L. I'm going to call her L. I think it's weird when they call her Eleven, but that's fine. Um, I don't like that they call her Jane. It feels weird. Well, I have a few th- uh, things to say about that, as you know. Like, okay, let's just wait. Then. Yes, all, we know. All of a sudden, she just rem- like remembers all this flashback about her mom and conversations she had with her mom. But the girl, we'll get into her. The whole, the whole. The, blows my mind that doesn't bother you guys as much as it bothers me you're muted clearly not it doesn't bother us as much Mm. whatever all right hopper played by david harbour you have joyce byers played by winona Ryder. will byers played by noah schnapp jonathan byers played by charlie heaton mike wheeler played by finn wolfhard Nancy Wheeler, played by Natalia Dyer. Dustin, played by G- Gatton. Gaten, is that how you say that? Gatton. Gatton. I don't know. Gatton. Oh, no. Matarazzo. 
Definitely butchered that name. Lucas, played by Caleb McLaughlin. Steve, played by Joe Keery. Rob. Rob. <laughs> Robin. <laughs> Old Rob. Robin, played by Maya Hawk. She's my my favorite character, as you guys know. Max is played by Sadie Sink. Dude, how weird was it at first to see these kids in this in this show? Like, well, they're definitely a lot older now. <laughs> yeah. Right. They're huge. Yeah, I mean, at least the boys, like, they've all, like, shot up. Yeah, yeah especially Mike or Finn is, like, two yeah. feet taller than everybody else. That's true. I, I guess the boys do look a lot drastically different, more so than the girls. Um, and, like, Will is, like, super awkward now, like, way more than he was in the other seasons. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's almost like he, like, went through puberty and, like, can't act anymore. I don't know. It just felt awkward right like it felt weird every he, time he was in a scene it did but i think he was supposed to act um like he didn't have a place because of he's Maybe. like jealous because of um will or is it will or mike it's will yeah no mike. Oh, i thought you were talking about mike yes mike comes to visit l and like will is like jealous because they were best friends and they don't hang out anymore which i Dude, I honestly think it suffers from him not having anything to do. The actor. I feel like there's a bunch of characters in this that just don't have anything important to do and they're just in it to be in it. Yeah, like Will really doesn't have anything. Will, Mike, Jonathan, this new character we don't even need, the pizza driver guy who annoyed the piss out of me the whole time. Oh, yeah. And like Jonathan's character arc is terrible. Like I can't stand him. Oh, how I he just li- ends up like kind of being a stoner dude. Yes. Yeah. I didn't like him in the other seasons either. So, oh, see, I did like him. I didn't like Steve. Steve bullied Mike, and I always wanted Mike and um, Nancy to be together because it made sense to me. But now I feel like I'm on the opposite end of it where I like want, because I think Steve has redeemed himself, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. And I like want him and Nancy to get together because I can't stand Jonathan at all. Yeah, he's kind of annoying in this. Like, he was like artsy and smart, and then like all of a sudden now he can't even think for himself. Mm-mm. I don't know. It it drove me fucking crazy. I'm gonna be bitching this entire episode. And I don't want to do it. So I I'm know. gonna I'm I gonna know. I'm gonna I know I know I'm gonna try to find positive things to say. Okay. All right. I thought that um, Nan- the actress who played Nancy, do you know she's like 29 years old? She doesn't look any older than she did in the first season. No, I feel like her, Steve, and like Jonathan really didn't look much different. Yeah. I don't think that Max looked any different either. The red, uh, no. Sadie Sink, the redhead, the redheaded gal. Mm-hmm. But the guy that plays Steve's older too. He's like 30. Okay. Well, yeah. that makes sense then. I guess it's so just that's the why they ones. Changed much. Right. It's just the ones that were younger that really. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that Mike probably looks the. I don't know. I think Lucas looked a lot different too. Yeah, he also looks like he kind of like shot up in height. <laughs> yeah, uh, the writers are Matt and Ross Duffer, the Duffer brothers, and they've done all the seasons. I don't didn't really look at what else they've done. I don't know what else they've done. Honestly, do you guys know mm. of anything else they've written? No. No, I don't. All right, Jess, you want to read the synopsis? Synopsis. The first plot line takes place in Hawkins, where several teenagers are killed as in mysterious ways. The second plot line involves Mike Wheeler visiting Eleven, Will, and Jonathan Byers at their new home in California. 
The third plot line follows Joyce Byers and Murray Bauman, who learn that Jim Hopper still may be alive and are told to bring money to arrange for his transfer. Meanwhile, in a Russian gulag in Kamchatka, Kamchatka. I almost, I almost Hopper Kamchatka. is held prisoner. Yeah, it's like the vodka. He's held prisoner and is forced alongside other inmates to battle a demogorgon with the Russians that the Russians have captured. I almost took that out and I was like, nah. What, Kamchatka? Kamchatka. I just had it. I forgot that's like what it was called, but I remember seeing it and being like, oh yeah, I used to drink that vodka because it was super cheap. Mm. I probably still drink it. I've switched over to Sky. I'm not giving Tito's all that money. Tito's. Sky is pretty good. It's okay. It's not great. Let's be honest, Jess. It's no Tito's. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty it's good. Like it's fine. It's pretty good. I'm sticking to it. I stand by that. All right. Scene one, actually chapter one, the Hellfire Club. In a flashback to 1979, Dr. Brenner's experimenting on children, possessing supernatural abilities until a mysterious incident kills all of the children except for 11. Cut to 1986, eight months after the events of season three. Joyce, Will, Jonathan, and Eleven have moved to California, where Eleven struggles with the loss of her powers and is routinely bullied by the other students. Joyce receives a porcelain doll in the mail, seemingly from Russia, and finds a hidden note stating that Hopper is still alive. In Hawkins, Mike and Dustin have joined their high school's Hellfire Club, a Dungeons and Dragons club led by the eccentric Eddie Munson. They miss seeing Lucas win the basketball team's championship game. Max, who broke up with Lucas, wow, struggles to grieve Billy's death. Chrissy, a student on the cheerleading team, is haunted by visions of her family and a ticking grandfather clock. While buying drugs from Eddie, Chrissy is possessed and killed by a sentient humanoid creature from her visions. Bum, bum, bum. Episode one. What was your guys' overall... I'll start with Jess. Jess, what was your overall thoughts on episode one? Um, I liked it. Like, um, it's, I still don't think it was as good as last season. Like, I know we're just talking about the first episode, mm-hmm. but I just felt like every episode last season made me be like, oh my God, I can't fucking wait to see the next one. Like, this is going to be crazy. And I didn't really feel that way at the end of this one. But like, I was like, okay, this is interesting. Like, spin on things. What about you, Seth? Honestly, I thought the first episode was kind of boring. I'm in and that. I was like, is this what this is going to be? Yeah. Like, I it was would... weird because the kids were older and I'm like, okay. But then like, as it progressed, I'm like, I guess they have to reestablish everything because they're so much older now. Yeah. But it, it wasn't that, it wasn't scary. It was just like a lot of like setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with you. I thought it was kind of boring and I thought there was too many storylines going on. I get that we have to catch up with everybody because uh, Joyce and her kids and, L moved to California and Hawkins is in Illinois, right? Indiana. I Indiana. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Indiana. Yeah. You're right. So they move all the way across the country to California. Hopper's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the kids are seemingly the the Hawkins plotline, the kids are just doing what normal high school kids do. But hadn't yeah. we already seen this flashback in previous seasons where all of the kids in the um hospital where Elle is at or dead didn't we didn't we already see that i don't know i don't know that we did yeah i don't remember seeing it i thought we did for some reason because i remember that scene of her eyes bleeding like black blood 
But because I feel like in the older seasons we didn't see very much of the hospital stuff like we did in this one. Okay. See, I felt like I'd seen all that before, and so did Abby, which is fr- frustrating me to no end because I felt like they were just regurgitating the same shit. But- I mean. We can talk about this as we go, but I feel like that storyline was like really dragged out through this. The, I totally mm-hmm. agree. Totally. Like we kept going back to, it and it was like them in that same room with like the blocks and stuff like 50 times. I'm like, where is this going? <laughs> yeah. It was so slow. It, that was like the slowest storyline of all these. I feel like. Um, I hated watching Elle being bullied at school. It like made my body hurt to watch her being bullied at yeah. school. Mm-hmm. And like, she's so sweet. Mm hmm right it's and she like she was she was really sweet and she doesn't like know any better right like she Mm -hmm. i don't and like her dad who hoppers he's not really her dad but he is her dad she thinks of him as a father figure he died they moved uh i found it annoying that will never told joyce that any of this was happening though i thought that was weird you think that he would yeah yeah Especially like when she gives her presentation with the diorama thing yeah and they're like so mean the teacher doesn't even say anything he makes him out a lot because I feel like he doesn't like help stand up for her enough. Agreed. Agreed. Like it's and it's almost like he just it's because he's jealous of the Mike situation. I think that plays into it a lot. I didn't think about that, but I think you're right because he makes comments about how he wrote and wrote and wrote to Mike and he kept seeing that L was getting letters and he wasn't. Yeah. Right. And the other thing that kind of bothered me was like, so Joyce is like selling steak knives or something. Like, how do they in this house and everything? I think Hopper left her money too, didn't he? I don't yeah. know. Okay, I yeah, guess that I would make so. sense. Because she's obviously like some kind of pyramid scheme thing or something. I don't know what she's doing, but well, they didn't look at it that way back then. But that's exactly what it was. Right. Yes, but yeah. I, I think Hopper left them all money. Because I think he was just stockpiling money because he was living in that cabin in the woods. Remember, it was like run down mm. and shitty. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. That's probably what happened. My favorite storyline through this whole thing and the, what I wish they would have focused more on and been, the whole season had been about was the Hawkins storyline. Like, I think that is written so well. And the kids oh, yeah. and the characters in that are just like, that is where my interest was at the whole time. So I would actually get frustrated when they would cut away from it for long periods of time. Yeah, my and favorite I, was the Hot Steve storyline. Of course. <laughs> I was just going to say, I feel like that's because that's mostly where it's been mm-hmm. for the other three seasons. Like, it's yeah. it's mostly remained in Hawkins. And, and it was, like, you know, the scariest and, like, the most interesting. And, like, the storyline with, um, oh, I forget who Finn plays, but where they go off to that girl in Utah, like, that almost seemed, like, pointless. Totally yeah. agree. Totally. It's kind of cheesy and like a little far-fetched. Yeah. Like the I, only, I mean, now I'm starting to say like, I didn't like this, but the only interesting storyline to me was the Hawkins one. That's how I felt about it. I felt like they had the Hawkins storyline was like where, where the meat and potatoes of the season was and the rest mm-hmm. of it, they just gave people things to do so that we didn't forget about those characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the Joyce, like that whole thing, like it was just like, I didn't hate it, but it was so goofy. Yeah. And I really cannot yeah. stand that guy she's with. I forget what his name is. Oh, I fucking love him. Murray? <laughs> I don't mind Murray. I think he loves comic yeah, He's like too annoying. I could see oh, why I... you don't like him. I do like him, but I think that storyline drug out way too freaking long too. And I got some notes mm-hmm. on that when we get to it. But uh, I did like the Eddie and Chrissy scene whenever uh, Vec, Vecna? Vecna kills. Vecna. Yeah, when he kills her, I thought that was really cool. It reminded me a lot of the ring. 
Um, yeah, those yeah, scenes it's fucking creepy. Where the people float up and do all the bone breaking, like those are pretty cool. Yeah, I like those a lot. Yeah. Anything else on chapter one? Mm-mm. Chapter two, Vecna's curse. Hopper survived the explosion underneath the Starcourt Mall in season three, but was captured by the Soviet soldiers and sent to a prison camp in Kamchatka. Is that right, Jess? Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> Joyce and Murray call the phone number on the note that she was uh, that she found inside the doll. They speak to a man named Enzo, whom they deduce is a prison guard that Hopper has bribed. Enzo um, has them deliver a forty thousand dollar ransom to his contact in Alaska. Mike flies to California to visit Elle, where he and Will witness her being bullied by her classmate, Angela. Eleven, Elle, eventually retaliates by striking Angela in the face with a roller skate. Max tells Dustin she saw Eddie run away the night that Chrissy died. Along with Robin and Steve, they locate the traumatized Eddie and explain the upside down to him. Eddie and Dustin name the entity that killed Chrissy Vecna. Nancy and her fellow student reporter, Fred, investigate Chrissy's death. Eddie's uncle tells Nancy he believes the killer is Vector... I'm sorry, Victor Creel, a Hawkins resident who was institutionalized after allegedly murdering his family in 1950. Fred is lured into the woods by visions of a girl he accidentally killed before Vecna murders him. All right, that's chapter two, episode two. Seth, what'd you think of this one? Sorry, uh, this is where I thought it started getting better. Like, I started picking up, and there started to be, like, some more, you know, exciting things going on. So, mm-hmm. I started to get back into it in this episode, for sure. Okay. What do you think of the doll storyline? I thought that doll storyline was so stupid, especially later, whenever you find out that Enzo can pick up the phone and call out. Like, why wouldn't he have just called them? Yeah, it was a little. that was a little stupid. I agree. I was kind of like, okay. Like, did we even need that? Probably not. I thought it was a waste of time. What about you, Jess? What were your overall thoughts on episode two? Um, I just don't really like this whole like Russian storyline part with mm-hmm. Hopper. I think it's super, um, I don't know, just like uninteresting, kind of boring to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. they could have went like a different direction with that, I feel like. Do you think it would have been better had they just killed him? Probably. Because it was super emotional when he kind of yeah. made the exit in the last season and like the letter that he wrote to her, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think it probably would have been a better choice, but I also thought this was going to be the last season. So I was like, oh, that would be a good end point for him. But now it seems like they're going to make more seasons. Yeah. Oh, are they doing more than one more? I, I thought they were just going to do one more season and that was it. Are they doing more? Um, I just, maybe that is just one more, but I thought this was the last season. Like it was going to be the last one. I agree with you. I almost wish they would have just killed Hopper and made Joyce a better mom to L, and then like they all grieve Hopper's death. I think that would have been a, such a better storyline for um, Joyce's family and L to go off and grieve Hopper dying. Yeah, and me then too. have the Hawkins storyline, mm-hmm. and just have the two. Yep, I think yeah. that would have been better because it really it it makes it kind of messy. It's, again, I think it just gave Joyce and Murray and Hopper something to do for this entire season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which but I what's think- kind of funny is Joyce just like flies off and leaves the kids there. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's the other thing that I was okay. Elle's obviously in a really tough place because mm-hmm. her dad died. She's being bullied, which I guess Joyce doesn't technically know about. But if she was doing any sort, like we've dealt with that stuff at school. We know when our kids are being bullied at school. Like I, I don't, Jess, I don't know if you've had to deal with it yet or not, but it sucks. But you know. <laughs> Um, no. it's fuck it's miserable but 
I don't know, she just like flies off and leaves the kids there with Stoner Jonathan, who again I think is just pointless this entire season. And it's um, not like she's going on like you know a vacation. She's going on like a dangerous like thing. Yeah, that she doesn't even know if ho- if it's real. Like like you right. like I thought it was kind of a little bit funny. I thought it was a little ironic that she sells steak knives over the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she like gets this weird message like that hey, I don't know it's like I wouldn't buy steak knives from somebody over the phone but I also wouldn't get in a fucking a plane and fly to Russia <laughs> right I just thought it was it was kind of comical I did love when, in the 80s like <laughs> yeah I did love when L hit that girl in the face with that roller skate though I was like dude if that was my kid yeah. she wouldn't even be in trouble that was fucking great beat her ass <laughs> although seriously theoretically that could have killed that girl <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, I could have. <laughs> like, oh, wow. I was almost thinking that's what it was heading towards, and I was like, "No, they're not going to do that. Like, <laughs> that would be bad." I know, and I, I think good. Josh and I kind of talked about this via text. I, I don't remember, but like, it kind of mirrors the it series. Like, you have the really bad bullies, and then we have the yeah. whole like later we'll get to that house they go in and everything. Yeah. It's like kind of similar. Yeah. I feel like this whole that. series has been one Stephen King. I don't say it's a ripoff, but this could this whole series could have been a Stephen King book, in my opinion. Yeah, I but, mean, it's, it's there's a lot of similarities for sure. What was I going to say? I had a thought, but I lost it. Oh no! I'm like, <laughs> what do you guys think of Eddie? I like Eddie. I didn't at first, and then I liked that. Um, I actually started to feel sorry for him because he has—he's like in his third third time as a senior. Um, and then, like when him and Chrissy are talking in the woods, is when I was like, okay, he's putting on a front at school, but he's really not a bad dude. Um, yeah, I didn't like him at first, but after the woods scene, I was like, okay, he seems all right. What I, I had the exact same note. I said he grows on you. <laughs> yeah. I really like what they did with Eddie, though. Again, I, the Hawkins storyline is so good and so well written and so well acted. What I like about the Eddie character is how they they position him against Steve with Dustin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like Steve is Dustin's old BFF. Eddie is kind of mm-hmm. his new BFF, and then like they have like the 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 the, the back and forth comments are hilarious to me. Like when they start. <laughs> Because Steve's like, oh yeah, he does that. Like, because Dustin yeah. has these weird, qu- <laughs> these weird corks. Um, damn it! Oh, I was gonna say, um, the scene with L where they're in the the courtyard there, and the girls are bullying. They throw the milkshake, or that's not when they throw the milkshake on her. It's when they stomp on her um, hopper presentation mm-hmm. thing, and she's like, Angela, and she turns around and she like does oh her, she does her hand thing, but like she doesn't have her powers. I was so embarrassed for her. Yeah. Yeah, that sucked. I was like, "Why don't you like screams?" Oh, I felt so like, terrible. <laughs> yeah, like how that girl was a fucking bitch, though. I know, I hated that girl. God, she's awful. I hated that girl. Um, but she reminds me of that pharmacist daughter in it. Ah, uh, she does. <laughs> like the same chick. Yeah, dude, it really is. I have two other notes here. Um. I love Rob. I know Jess. You said you weren't a fan of Robin this season. Robin is probably my favorite character, but I also love Maya Hawk. Um, but her and Steve, I think, are hilarious. I love that, like the interaction between the two of them. I just think they're funny. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to comment on that or not, Jess. I know you didn't like her, but it's not, I don't like dislike her. I just liked her. 
her personality better last season. Like I thought they were really, really funny. And in this one, I almost feel like she's overly trying to be like annoying or something. She's the one that worked in the ice cream place. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She is kind of annoying in this season. See, um, I think I thought, and I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think that it she's awkward because she doesn't have didn't have friends. And now she's being brought into this friend circle and like doesn't have a place. And she's just like she like it feels really realistic to me that she would be put in this position to where she doesn't know these people and like doesn't know what to say. So she like makes these like awkward comments. Because there's a few times she has interaction with Nancy, and Nancy just looks at her like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, shit. I see that. Um, my favorite is the Dustin-Seve relationship. I think mm. that's fucking hilarious. They're they're great together. Yeah. Those two actors, are they're perfect in those roles. That uh, Dustin is Abby's favorite character, and she, she likes the interaction between him and Steve. Yeah, I just think they're like chemistry together on screen i think it's mm. funny it's like it's so funny i kind of feel like the hawkins group are like the best group of actors in the show at least in these characters oh i totally agree i think the interactions yeah. between them the chemistry the story yeah. that's, that's my next note is the storyline is just better like they could they mm. i wish they would have just focused on that hawkins storyline the whole time and i could have been fine without will or mike or jonathan or honestly even joyce or hopper and just focused on those kids and and hawkins um because i think that victor creel storyline is really interesting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh i love those flashbacks where they show like them in the 50s and all that stuff that was pretty cool it's really conjuring it feels like the conjuring to me a little bit Mm -hmm. like a like a not as dark uh more modern version of the conjuring in my opinion I think the problem is they just had way too many characters by the time they got to this season. Like, what were they going to do with all these people? Right. Which I think there is why the, the care that, yeah, I agree. I think that bleeds into the bad storylines in my yeah. opinion. But, uh, okay. Chapter three The Monster and the Superhero. Sam Owens is visited by Colonel Jack Sullivan, who believes L is responsible for Chrissy's death and Hawkins. L is arrested, but is taken by Owens on her way to, they're ta- I think they're taking her to Juvie, right? Is that where she's headed? Yeah, I think so. Because she yeah. gets she gets arrested for hitting the girl with the roller mm-hmm. skate. Um, so but she presses charges on her, so they're getting. That's her, you know, right. Yeah. The parents press charges, and Joyce is nowhere to be found to stick up for her, so she's screwed. So she's arrested. But anyway, uh, the van taking her to jail is uh, intercepted by Owens, and then he explains that Hawkins is in grave danger, and that he has been working to help bring back her powers. Eleven agrees to go with him. Joyce and Murray fly to Alaska to meet with the uh, Enzo guy for Hopper. Hopper bribes an inmate to break his shackles, so we see that scene was pretty gross. Nancy and Robin go to the library to look up information about Victor Creel and discover that Creel blamed his family's murders on a demon, which they believe to be Vecna. Jason leads the basketball team to hunt... Um, for Eddie, believing that he had killed Chrissy, but Lucas abandons him. So keep in mind, Lucas is not with currently with his group of friends. He's hanging out with the basketball team now. So he uh, is goes with this Jason guy, which I cannot stand. Uh, Max recalls that Chrissy had visited the school counselor before being killed by Vecna. She steals Chrissy and Fred's files from the counselor's office and learns they suffer from PTSD symptoms similar to her own. Max hears Vecna call her name and has visions of a grandfather clock. Um... I'm gonna need some help here because I don't. The Sam Owens character, the one that L really likes, I Abby and I both could not remember him from the previous seasons. He was in them, and I, I still can't remember what he was though. I don't know if you remember Jess. I don't either. 
like she has this like affection like she's affectionate to him like she trusts him but i can't even remember him he was in one of the seasons and i don't know if it was the one the last one before this but i can't remember like what he was to her hmm. yeah okay maybe the first maybe it was on the first yeah. season because yeah i don't remember it in the second or third but yeah i also found it astounding that joyce was so willing to just hop on a plane fly to alaska and give all of l's inheritance from hopper to mm-hmm. this guy i'm like yeah you're joking like that's all your yeah. money to live on joyce what are you doing she's got her <laughs> steak knife empire yeah but like she actually brought the money like you would think yeah. they would have figured out like a way to counterfeit it or like why she thought she wanted to save hopper josh you know. I know, but like, bring half the money. Like, hey, here's <laughs> half the money, and I'll give you the other half when you get when we get Hopper back. Because obviously, what happened couldn't have happened if they did that. It was just stupid. When you love someone, you do crazy shit. Oh, I wouldn't do that, Seth. If somebody called me and was like, "Hey, bring twenty thousand dollars, or I'm going to kill Seth," I'd bring ten. I'm like, when you give me him back, I'll give you the other ten. <laughs> well, I guess that gives you, you know, the upper hand, I suppose. I was just, an- I was just annoyed. <laughs> you're risking with- my life. <laughs> Yeah, but look what happened. Like it was, I don't. Then, then like they drank the guy's coffee. I'm like, are you stupid? Like I'm so yeah. annoyed with this freaking storyline, dude. Yeah, he was in the first one a lot. I was that okay. Owens. I just can't remember what their relationship was. He was, yeah. Wasn't he like her doctor, like that she was seeing or something? I think I just remember it was centered around that fucking whatever it was, like. Or was it's it not Will like a greenery, but seeing him, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I just know it was more in like the first season, yeah. maybe a little bit into the second. Hmm. I I couldn't remember. Neither could Abby. We could not remember him at all. I was like, who is this guy, and why does she care? Like, because she runs up and hugs him, doesn't she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always just think I'm mad about you every time I see that guy, Paul Riser. Dude, me too. And I'm <laughs> like, he's so show. old. <laughs> Yeah, I he, he had some, he had something to do with like that lab or whatever. He did. Well, yeah, he, yeah, right. Like because Papa, which I found f- so frustrating, they all called that guy Papa. Like how <laughs> p- pedophilia. Yeah, did you dude. find that creepy? I thought that was creepy. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, but okay. Uh, but the Victor story was really good in this episode. Like where they go to the library and they find out all that stuff. Did you like that it's Robert England? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> which awesome. I, I knew he was going to be in it, but I didn't know like w- w- at what capacity. I also, which I have a note later when, when we get to it. Uh, I really like that scene where Robin and Nancy go down and, and meet with him. It's very Silence of the Lambs. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. But that kind of leads into my next note is that I love Nancy and Robin together. I think it's hilarious. And Nancy does not know that Robin is gay, correct? Right. I don't think so, yeah. Yeah, I don't think she knows yet. Because if in correct me if I'm wrong, maybe you don't remember, but in the Star Court episodes, doesn't Robin not like Steve at first because she had a thing for Nancy? Mm, I think. I think it was something along those lines. I thought she was because Steve doesn't know she's gay either, right. and he's like hitting on her. And she like when it's revealed, it's really weird because they make it seem like she was upset that Steve liked Nancy and not her because they were all in the same class. I think in the same class together, and then you find out that actually she was upset that Nancy liked Steve and because she liked Nancy. I thought 
Maybe. I think it was a mixture of that and when they were working together, like seeing him like flirt <laughs> and stuff yeah. with other girls. And I, I don't know. I think she was like annoyed by him. Hot Steve. I think she, my Robin is the best character in this. Like when she's talking about her flat feet and she can't run and she's like, dude, I'm like, <laughs> I, I think she's hilarious. But I know, Jess, you don't agree. That's fine. She's fun. No, I think she's funny. I just liked... I think I just liked that grouping better in the mm-hmm. last season. Yeah. I liked that whole group, like Dustin and Steve and her all together. Like, oh. I just thought they were so fucking funny. How about, Jess, what do you think of this Jason douche? Oh, such a douche. Like, stand him. right off the bat. I mean. He's hot, too. Oh, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> He's hot. He's I, a little bit aggressive and crazy, though. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like him at all. I could not. I couldn't stand. No, I didn't him. like the character. No, and I also thought it was another unnecessary plot point. Yeah. Well, I mean, the kids and Hawkins need some kind of other, you know, another adversary. bully type person. Yeah. yeah, right. But he basically just took the place of Billy from last season. Like Billy Pretty was, much. and I was like, we don't need this. We have Vecna. Like, just give us more Vecna, right? Yeah. Did you notice still that like every time someone got in a car and left, they fucking peel out? <laughs> <laughs> that cracks me up. <laughs> Nobody in this show can drive. <laughs> no. <laughs> Funny. And the, the grandfather clock thing is creepy. I thought you'd yeah. like that. I was like, Seth yeah. probably likes his grand clock. I'm surprised you don't have grandfather clocks in your house. I know you think I would have at least one. Maybe I need to get one. I think you should. I'm going to buy you one. Um, okay. <laughs> one other thing here. I didn't notice this while I was watching it, but I really do like it. I like that uh, they figure out that it's PTSD that's triggering Vecna's um, ability to attack them mm-hmm. because it kind of makes sense because all these people that have PTSD are going to counselors and are seeing visions and are getting headaches. So it kind of is clever of him to attack those people because like nobody's going to think anything of it. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. Um. What do you think of Lucas, this basketball, this whole basketball team Lucas thing? Was it like it, hate it, thought it was irrelevant? I think they put it in there just to show some tension in the group. Yeah. Because there always has to be something, but I didn't didn't really care either way. I actually felt bad for him because his friends didn't show up for him for the basketball thing, and then Max also won't talk to him. Right. I also think that's just such a – he's joined a different group, Mm -hmm. like – a click or yeah. i guess you could say so that like kind of separates him from the nerds you know that he was hanging out with yeah and that's like a typical high school you know a typical high school thing like you go from middle school to high school and like you know you separate some people mm-hmm. yeah i think i think it's written really well I th- it's just i thought that it again there was just so much in this season that that was one of the things i was probably mm-hmm. could have done without but it makes sense later because he you see where his loyalties are because he only goes with the basketball team so he can like help Dustin's group later. Right. The Hellfire Club. Which is a Hellfire. fucking bomb ass name, dude. We should be the Hellfire Podcast Club group. Yes. Not the what the hell was it? Horror movie club or what? The horror movie I like club. That they were like wearing all they were all wearing like shirts. Like us. Yeah. Yeah. That's us. Oh. All right, I got a lot. I got I got a lot to say about this next freaking episode. So, Ooh, chapter four, dear Billy. 
Joyce and Murray deliver the ransom payment to Enzo's contact, Yuri, but he drugs them, planning to turn them and Hopper and Enzo himself over to the Russians for a larger profit. Hopper escapes a prison camp but is soon recaptured. Jonathan, Mike, Will, I'm sorry, Jonathan, Mike, and Will prepare to sneak away from Wallace and Harmon. These are the special agents that were sent to watch over them since Elle was taken to this um, place she hasn't gotten to yet, but they're taking Elle to regain her power so she can help the people in Hawkins. So they put these armed guards, I guess, um, with Jonathan, Mike, and Will. But the other group show up who are looking for L and kill the officers or whatever, and uh, the boys barely escape. Nancy and Robin interview and imprison Victor Creel, who recounts his family being tormented and killed by supernatural forces while he was arrested for their deaths. Max, fearing that Vecna is about to kill her, writes letters to her friends and family and goes to the cemetery to read the letter to Billy by his gravestone. She is soon possessed by Vecna and finds herself at his altar in the Upside Down. Steve, Dustin, and Lucas learn from Nancy and Robin that playing music can break Vecna's spell and they play Max's favorite song, Running Up That Hill, on a cassette tape. This opens up a portal through which Max narrowly escapes Vecna's control. Running up that hill. <laughs> Sing it, girl. Yeah, the song is everywhere on Instagram right now. I know it's kind of annoying. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> like it's not that good. <laughs> Man, I didn't hate the song, but now it's like on every freaking thing you see. It's funny because like I've heard that song before several times, mm-hmm. and but like to a newer generation, it's like a brand new fucking song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yes, this is my jam. Didn't that just happen with something else? I think it was like, it was like My Chemical Romance or something. Like a, probably like an old ass song we probably listened to fifty thousand times was all of a sudden. People, have you heard this song? Like, yeah, I heard it when I was in middle school, dude. <laughs> Like, yeah, I heard it when I saw them live. <laughs> yeah, when I, when I saw them six times at Warped Tour before anybody knew who they were. They were playing on the freaking Ernie Ball stage. <laughs> like, Gerard Way was freaking chubby and was living on Burger King. Anyway, all right. Speaking of chubby, can we talk about this, like, chubby agent that, like, <laughs> saved their asses? Dude, he was a kind of a badass, he was freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then he dies. That's how bad he died. I felt kind of bad he died, too, but... um. But that was a good scene. He was like fucking. All he had was like a handgun. He was a badass. That yeah. was awesome. And then yeah. that, then there after that point, that storyline just fucking died to me. But it kind of fizzled. Yeah. All right. This episode, I have so much. I'm gonna try to be quick about it. The first thing, Joyce and Murray drinking Yuri's freaking drug cocktail. Like mm-hmm. I would not have drank anything that guy gave me. Like, that was so stupid to me. Yeah. As soon as they were drinking the coffee, I was like, they're going to be drugged. Like, this is dumb. The second thing is, Hopper goes through all of this shit to get out. He escapes. He gets to this church. He's like digging in this peanut butter, eating it, which I get. He's been in prison eating shitty food, right? They make it a point to show you the shitty food that Hopper's eating. But then he gets captured again. Like, if we're going to go this route, why don't we just have Joyce and Murray fly in, get Hopper, and leave? Like, what? I get he fights a Demogorgon yeah. later, which I think is the only reason they did this whole thing. I don't care. I thought it was terrible, terribly boring, painful to watch. I was mad. I made a note about it too. It's just like <laughs> they go through all this elaborate shit to set up this prison escape, and then within five minutes, it's over. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's so avoidable. Yeah, because we had all these scenes about breaking his shackles and all this stuff, and then like, 
it's all fucked up in a couple minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's disappointing. So I feel like that uh, about a bunch of stuff, especially when we get to the max. This max, this whole fucking episode had my blood boiling, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like this show does not want to kill somebody. Like this show is so scared to kill a main character. Like they, mm-hmm. they are not Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones, all these people would be dead. Yeah. They'd be like, Hopper, don't need him. Max, don't need her. Do we really need Steve? Eh, we'll have the bats. Get, like, maybe that's it. Yes, we need Steve. I know you need Steve for your, your pleasurable <laughs> dreams, but I'm maybe that's it, dude. I'm so programmed for Game of Thrones where I'm like used to main characters just being killed off. That like when this crap happens, like okay, so sorry, I told you I was trying to keep it, keep it. Oh, he's wiping his brow. Brief. This isn't. Good. I know I'm getting sweaty. This I'm. I like, dude. I'm. I was so mad at the season. Is your perk plus dripping into your Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, the, and the thing is, the, the Hawkins storyline is so good. The Hawkins, where the, all the people in Hawkins, that like, I felt like I was mad when I had to watch 30 or 40 minutes of these other storylines, like this Joyce storyline that I hated. I guess right. I didn't I hate it as much as you, but yeah. <laughs> okay, I've tried to be a negative. I don't want to be negative. I, I thought, didn't love it, but it wasn't. I didn't like hate it. It was just kind of like, oh, that was a lot of stuff or nothing. Dude, there were certain points when Abby and I would look over to each other and go, this is terrible. I just can't believe she chose to do what she's doing. Um, I just would have thought she, I don't know. I think would have done, I don't know. I I just feel like she's been through a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think and, she's grasping at straws. She's like, if, which again, I don't really fully understand because up to this point, Joyce's entire existence has been to save her kids and keep her family together. Yeah. And she yeah. adds a new member to her family, an L, who was Hopper's kid, and she loved Hopper. So you would think that she would want to make sure this kid's safe and being taken care of when, in fact, she's not even paying any fucking attention to her. No. <laughs> any of the kids. She just left. Oh, dude. Oh. Uh. It's my favorite. Okay, Nancy and Robin interviewing uh, Robert England, who's playing Victor Creel. Great, loved it. The mm-hmm. only thing it was missing was another person, uh, you know, jerking off and throwing the semen on her like I they know. did on Silence. <laughs> I was actually waiting on it. I was like, dude, they're gonna mimic Silence of the Lambs, but they didn't, which is probably because uh, I think this is kind of a teenager show too. Probably better that yeah. they didn't do it. Yeah, so they're not even gonna get the reference either. Mm, yeah probably not we have to remember that about some of these shows <sighs> that's true um and then like i said the will and the mike and the jonathan storyline after the officer dies and they're like sitting out in the desert using a payphone. oh hey let's go find dustin's girlfriend i'm like you've got to be <laughs> shitting me this is this is the best they could come up with for these kids to do in utah in utah <laughs> And I didn't get like their whole that chaotic house she lived in. Is there like eighteen kids or like what? What was going on in that house? I think her sister was babysitting. Like she had like a summer babysitting job, and she was babysitting all these kids. I was confused about that household. I thought it was so such a waste of time because they spent so much time about them getting to this computer in the house. It was like a twenty minutes probably of them just trying mm. to get to this computer to. Again, in my mind, the whole reason they go there is because she leaves with them and it's going to be so that her and Dustin will be together. Right. Eventually. I was going to say, just like you said, I think that they kept 
everyone in this in some way, just because they're all going to meet back up, I assume, in to the end. Vecna. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which, that'll be, I'm on board for that. Yeah, like, I'm ready to see everybody back together. Me too. I, in all honesty, I know I said I thought that they should have separated everybody and so they could grieve about Hopper. One, I also think it's 100% feasible that rather than have Mike go out to California, why don't you just have Will and L come to Hawkins and stay with Mike's family? And then you yeah. don't need this new pizza delivery character, you don't need um, <laughs> Eddie, you don't need any of the, this Jason guy, like why not have the core group back together for the summer in Hawkins and they fight Vecna? Yeah. Well, I think we're going to get to that point. I know, but it was like just so long. I'm being such a bitch. And you like the pizza delivery guy. I did. You I like hate his it. hair. You just want to pull on it and ride him. <laughs> I honestly hate that I'm complaining so much about this episode. <laughs> no, you don't. I really you do. I feel, I love the show, and I don't want to sit here and complain about it. But I'm I'm just so frustrated. Okay, last thing I'm going to complain about this episode. Okay, this Max okay. thing drove me fucking crazy, dude. I'm like, you made me sit here all episode and watch Max prepare to die. She writes letters. She's mopey. She goes to the cemetery. She gets pulled into the upside down, just like all the other kids. And then lo and behold, you put some headphones on her. You play running up that hill or whatever the hell the song was. <laughs> and all of a sudden, dude, she knows how to get out. There's a big old portal. that opens up because this song plays. And I'm like, yeah, you, okay. I get it. They had to figure out a way to beat Vecta. Great. You mm -hmm. put a shitty song on and that's how you do it. But I'm like, you made me sit here and prepare for this kid to die, this main character to die. And then you don't kill her. It was close. It was stupid. She writes all these letters. She's a complete <laughs> asshole to Lucas. Let's be honest. Because yeah. she thinks she's going to die. So she's afraid to get close with him again because she doesn't want to hurt him, in my opinion. And then the other thing that drastically pissed me off was, can we all agree that Billy was a piece of shit in the last yeah. season? Yeah. I don't know why she was so like hung up on him. I know it was her brother or whatever, but like really. Even yeah. when he, like, he got possessed, it's like they, they just look at it from that standpoint. Like They're mm. like, oh, he was possessed. How sad. But prior to that, he was, he was an shitty. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he was terrible. He was Henry Bowers. Yeah. yeah. He was. He tried to bone Will's mom, or no, the other mm. one, Mike's mom. Mm. But it's like it, it's like it made it okay because at the end, it was like he just had deep rooted issues. Yeah, and that came through, like you know, when he kind of saw his mom or whatever on the beach or whatever. Yeah, like I don't know. Oh, dude, I was like, I don't get this. Why mm -hmm. is she so upset about this? Like yeah. that dude I don't sucked. Know. Billy sucked, dude. Yeah. And I get that he yeah. sacrifices himself at the end to save her, I think, or all of them. Well, but, maybe that's what they're basing it on. Okay, the dude sucked for 10 episodes and he makes a 15-second judgment. I'm supposed to think the guy's a savior. He's no mm. he's no freaking Jesus, okay? <laughs> oh, Jess was into him. He's not bringing <laughs> he's not bringing that pan pan pizza Jess with the the throat coating. That ain't no Billy, son of a. Just like ooh, he drives the fire Billy. Mm. That was okay. That was it. That was the last thing for that. I felt it was stupid. They drugged me through this whole episode. I was ready for her to die. I'm like, they're gonna do it. They're finally gonna kill a main character in this show, and they don't. 
I suppose it was just to show that there was a weakness there. There's a link mm-hmm. that you can escape that situation, you know, with a certain thing. As long as you have a, you know, Walkman. Yeah. And you know the person's <laughs> favorite song. What if they put uh, the wrong song on? Right. Yeah. <laughs> what if the tape was not queued up to the right part? I was thinking that too. I was like, what if they had to like rewind that bitch? Yeah. But if they're on the wrong side of the tape. It's in like the iPod shuffle. You just pick the song you want and it plays. No, sir, you got to rewind that sucker. They're probably like worried the they confu- confused today's kids. In fact, what's happened? Why are they rewinding? <laughs> it's like Mr. Sandman. And they're like, no, it's Enter the Sandman. Enter Sandman by Metallica. Okay, chapter five, the Nina Project. Owens takes Eleven to an abandoned silo in Nevada where he and Dr. Brenner had developed a specialized isolation tank that allows Eleven to access memories of her time with other children at Hawkins' lab. Elle attempts to escape and briefly regains her powers in the process, convincing her to continue with the experiment. In California, Agent Harmon dies before giving the boys a phone number for the Nina Project that connects to a modem. Mike decides to enlist the aid of Dustin's girlfriend, Susie, who lives in Salt Lake City, Utah. Hopper's imprisoned alongside Enzo. While flying to Russia, Joyce and Murray subdue Yuri and crash land in the wilderness. Max, Lucas, Steve, and Dustin regroup with Nancy and Robin and decide to investigate the Creel house. Inside, they encounter flicker, flickering lights, which they trace to Vecna's movements in the Upside Down. Jason and his fellow players locate Eddie trying to escape in a boat at Lover's Lake, and Jason and his teammates, Patrick, swim after him. Vecna kills Patrick in front of Jason and Eddie, causing the lights in the Creel house to burst. <sighs> Oh my god, this plane crash scene. Yeah, go ahead. Talk us through it. It just it went on forever. And I'm like, oh no, another yellow jacket scenario. I know. And, and, and Murray been- all of a sudden knows karate? Right. Yeah, see so sort of talking about that whole like it's just so goofy, like, I don't know. It was funny but dumb. It was kind of dumb. The only saving grace is that Yuri character was not like it's not like they had John Cena on this plane right he was also Mm -hmm. very goofy so it was like yeah but again unnecessary i don't need this i want to know what's going on with victor creel i want to know what's going on in hawkins with robin because i love her yeah when they find the well house the well house from it also (laughs) i I meant to mention this but seth is that not whenever she floats up when max floats up in the cemetery because vecna has is controlling her it's just Mm -hmm. like when pennywise uh, shows people the deadlights and they float yeah. up. Fucking just. I mean, like obviously it. they ripped it off from that. They had to have. Of course they did. It's like way too similar. <laughs> okay, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I was under the impression that L lost her powers because of that power surge at the end of season three. They make it seem like in this that she lost her powers because she basically forgot how to use them. I can't remember. Maybe Jessica does. I felt like it was a mixture of that and like the emotional baggage, I guess, that she's carrying. That she's like has this fucking block up after Hopper is supposedly dies. And mm-hmm. yeah. That and makes sense though, too, I guess. It bothered me because she goes to California and she's being bullied, like hardcore bullied at school, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But then they bring her to the silo and they put her in this uh, 
tank, deprivation tank, whatever you want to call it. And then she essentially at the end regains her powers by remembering that she was fucking bullied. Yeah. yeah. You would think the PT again, and that's all. I think this all relates back to PTSD is what they're going for. But like, what a if she all of a sudden can remember conversations, which keep in mind she couldn't talk when we first met Elle, but she, now she's remembering conversations she had with her original mother, but she's being bullied in California and doesn't remember that she was previously bullied. It, it's just like, there's so many plot holes. Yeah, I guess I could see that. I'm sweating again. I don't know. I didn't care for all these scenes in the lab and like all these repetitive flashbacks and it was just kind of like okay i just think it has a lot to do with her like everything she's had to deal with up to that point (laughs) i mean she's got powers for fuck's sakes i mean (laughs) i'm sure there's some mixed up shit going on there (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) are you saying i'm being too nitpicky yes okay all right um the Susie house. Like this host. is this is the Susie house scene, Seth. So I don't know if you want to comment on it. I thought it was like hectic and chaotic and unnecessary. Yeah, it just went on too long. It was like, who are all these kids? Like, what the fuck are they doing? I, I don't know. <laughs> all this just to hack into a computer. Like, it was just a bit much. I wish they would have just went and picked her up and she left with them and they were like, "Hey, we need you to come to Hawkins and help us." Mm-hmm. And they dr- yeah. do anything for my dusty buns. I that was pretty fucking buns. funny, dude. Oh, that's fucking funny. I think I wanted some kind of nickname, Jess. If you had to give me a nickname, what would you give me? Hmm. I don't know. It's Joshy Poo. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know. Mm, cool. Thanks. Great. J Dogs. J Dogs. No, not doing that. Um, so when Max, Lucas, Steve, and Dustin regroup with Nancy and Robin and they go investigate the Creel house, dude, I thought this was fascinating i love the way it's shot Mm -hmm. um the cgi and the way they like transform the house when they walk into certain rooms i thought it was fantastic yeah probably my favorite part of the show probably one of my favorite scenes but again i already said this but it really reminded me a lot of the conjuring it was very similar your house boy you like those houses i like them freaky houses (laughs) that's what you'd be called house boy Isn't a houseboy like a young man that lives with an old rich man? Oh, maybe. Yeah, that's like a gay term. (laughs) Houseboy. I can see Josh being a houseboy to a elderly rich gay man. I probably, dude, if I was single, didn't have family, I'd fuck. Yeah, why not? I might have to perform some sexual favors now and then. Nah, I doubt it. No way dude can get it up. Or I would like put stuff in his soup so that he couldn't get it up. I'd be like, oh, sorry, Richie. He's got, you know, orifices and stuff he could tend to. Oh my god. What? <laughs> I'm gonna need some uh I'm gonna need some background on that. What what uh just other things you could, you know, play with. His butthole? Oh my god. Yeah. Is that like a thing that like makes people happy? I don't know. <laughs> Did you say is that a thing that makes people happy? <laughs> I just can't imagine if your pecker couldn't get hard that you'd get enjoyment out of a guy just sticking his ram in his finger and your your you so might you. still enjoy it, you know. You're his house boy. He would make me do it just to like be like, you're gonna do it. Yeah, pretty much. I'm not gonna enjoy it, but you're gonna do it because I'm rich. 
Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We would have to write out a contract, and I'm not taking anything. It off probably there. wouldn't be that often. Maybe once a month. You could deal with that. Oh, I could have a stinky finger for once a month. Oh yeah. my god. Stinky fist. Yeah. <laughs> 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 What if in dead silence she didn't like she wasn't making the old man um, like spoiler if you haven't seen dead silence fast forward like 15 seconds but what if she like wasn't controlling him like from behind with like the stick thing what if she like had her hand up his butt (laughs) that would be that'd be funny that'd be a totally different movie all right Mm -hmm. chapter six the dive. L relives memories of befriending a lab orderly who warns her not to trust Brenner, Papa, a.k.a. She also recalls being ostracized by other test subjects, leading to her leading her to believe she was responsible for the lab massacre. Susie helps Mike's group locate the Nina Project's coordinates and joins them in their quest. Hopper and the other inmates are given a large feast, which Hopper warns is to prepare them to f- uh, be fed to the Demogorgon. He later manages a pickpocket of a lighter, recalling that the Demogorgon's weakness is fire. Joyce and Murray uh, force Yuri to take them to a nearby town where he stores his goods and decides to have Murray pose as Yuri to infiltrate the prison. Jason speaks to Hawkins' residence at a town hall meeting against Eddie's uh, supposed satanic cult. So Jason goes to this town hall meeting and convinces everybody in town that this, what was it called, Jess? The hell, Hellfire? Hellfire Club. That they're satanic. <laughs> Steve's group finds Eddie. Dustin notices his compass misbehaving and realizes there must be a new gate to the upside down nearby. They trace the gate to Lover's Lake where Steve... Uh, where Steve dives down to inspect just before being yanked into the upside down by a tendril and swarm by bat-like creatures. Nancy, Robin, and Eddie dive down after him into the lake. Ba-da-ba-bum-bum-bum. What do you think? Talk to me. Talk to me, Seth. Did not care for this town hall scene. Thought it was terrible. It reminded me of um, that last Halloween movie. Oh, got evil dies tonight. Yes. Evil so dies like, tonight. Really? Yeah, it was terrible. Dude, yeah. if that were somebody talking about one of my kids, and I know my kids are not in a satanic, I would hope. I Honestly, you've met my kids. Maybe they are in a satanic cult. I would hope they're not. But even if they were, I would be like, this dude's nuts. Like These parents all yeah. just like looked at each other and were like, no, no, not our kids. Yeah, that was a little bit crazy. I think it's hilarious because that is legitimately like what some people's thought process is. Mm-hmm. They think that like Dungeons and Dragons is like a satanic it <laughs> is. thing. Like, it, it is. I yes. have played it and I can assure you it is not. It's a bunch <laughs> of dorky people playing this fantasy role play game. Yeah, it's like LARPing, but like, Ooh, what? Yeah. is it like more like a board game type sort scenario? of? Like, it's kind of a mixture. Like yeah. there is like a board. I mean, you're just like making up these like fantasy stories. It's not, yeah. not worshiping anything. I feel like I would be really, really into it. I actually think you would be. Yeah. It's in my mind. It's like the it's like the uh, predecessor. I think that's the right word. The predecessor for like uh, live action video games. Like how people blame yeah. Columbine. They blame Columbine on Marilyn Manson and video games, and the violence in yeah. video games that rolls over to real life i feel like that was what the equivalent of that would have been before video. does that make sense yeah yeah but i mean dungeons and dragons it's not like it's like violent like you're shooting people it's like you have like different characters that have different powers and you can mm-hmm. do different things 
I bet you that the people that say that that that's a satanic thing are people that have no clue at all what the game even is. Right. Right. Which is annoying because it's like you could just do a little research and see mm. it's just a fucking game. Yeah. Right. I might get into it, dog. Dude, but Lucy. It's the devil's work. Well, dude, like right now, Lucy is so into Pokemon. And I remember playing Pokemon when I was a kid. Like I had a bunch of cards, but like she's like, Dad. Can we sit down and play like I think it's like battle something or other? And I cannot remember how to play it. So I feel like I'm about to do a deep dive into some Pokemon, dude. So like you guys might come and hang out with me and I'm gonna be talking a lot about Pokemon. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, so that's like oh great. Oh boy. <laughs> Let's talk about hot Steve diving into the lake. Did he take his shirt off? Why didn't he have a yeah, shirt he on? Did. He took it off, I think. How, how come nobody else took their shirts off? Why does Steve need to take his shirt off? Because he just does. I think he's supposed to be like the heartthrob of the show. Mm-hmm. Which is hilarious to me because he was so... I could not stand him for probably the first two seasons because he was just such a dick. Yeah. He definitely evolved as a character for sure. Which I'm okay with. I'm okay with that. Like he's mm-hmm. like, I think he realized in losing Nancy that he was a piece of crap and then I think he befriends Dustin and I think him and Dustin is really where uh, that character arc takes place in my opinion. He's definitely probably the top person for like comic relief, I think, in this show. Mm-hmm. I also think him he's and the Robin. Mo- yeah, he's a good actor, whoever that what is whatever his name is. But. Something Kiri, Kiri. I don't Joe know. I, I really like Steve. I didn't at first, but he, I came around. I I I've come to like him. Um, but I, I agree. I also like comic relief and horror stuff, and I think that he provides him and Dustin are great together. Yeah. And I also think him and Robin are really good together. Um, that's really all the notes I have for this movie. That for this movie for this one, I think. Um, no, it's not. I lied. All right, let's talk about Nancy and Steve. So Nancy's supposed to be dating Jonathan, correct? Who ditches her for the summer? Because was he not supposed to come there and see her for the summer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But like her and Steve clearly have a thing. Like when they're there's multiple scenes where like they either they make eye contact or something gets said. And then I love that Robin is there to like make comments about Nancy and Steve like liking each other. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's definitely some sexual tension there. But like I didn't like Steve initially. I do like him now and I Nancy is also one of my favorite characters. I can't stand the Jonathan character at this point, but I originally liked him. Mm-hmm. So like what Do you guys want Nancy and Steve to get back together, or like, yes. what, what's your yes? Okay, you didn't yeah. wait. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan's too, like, I don't know what the hell's going on with him. How, yeah. how do they have Nancy break up with Jonathan to get back with Steve and not make Nancy's character look bad? That's my only problem with this whole thing, and leads into where I think this, the, this, this show is going to go with those characters. I don't think it'll look bad because it's just like you just said, he ditched her like for the summer. He chose mm-hmm. to do something else. And they made him kind of unlikable. Yeah. yeah. I think they're going to kill Steve. <sighs> I could see that happening. Yeah. It's the only feasible way for Nancy and Steve not to end up together because if they both live. I feel like they're going to end up together and then it's going to... What happens with the Jonathan? She just dumps him because his family moved to California? Or maybe they kill him off. I don't know. I was wondering if it would be Steve because I feel like he's been taking on a lot more roles. 
mm-hmm. like acting roles outside of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once that starts happening, they kind of like want to start to progress away from like a show. I could see that. I also wonder if he's going to be like the Dewey from Scream 5 that like he's the connecting fabric of everybody. It's like I feel yeah. like if you kill Steve, Nancy's going to be upset, Dustin's going to be upset, and I think it's going to um what's the right word? I think it's going to bring everybody together to ultimately figure out how to defeat this this entity but i in my opinion i hope i'm wrong because i don't want this to happen i hope steve and nancy also get together. i think they're gonna kill steve i think he is gonna die saving uh, her which is why she be got, sad which is why she got pulled back into the upside down and didn't make it out i'll be sad yeah. if that happens you gonna cry big boy i probably will show me how you cry you're gonna cry no, I'm not gonna show. You just have to wait and see it. Yeah. All right. All right. Scene set or scene seven, episode seven, chapter seven, the massacre at the Hawkins lab. Joyce, Murray, and Yuri. God, I wish that guy had a different name. It's so hard to say. Okay, so they, the three of them, enter the Russian prison and witness Hopper and his fellow prisoners fighting the Demogorgon. Hopper holds the creature back with a flaming spear while Murray and Joyce subdue the guards and open the prison doors, allowing Hopper and. Enov, Enov, whatever that guy's name is, to escape. Joyce and Hopper are reunited. Dustin, Lucas, and Erica theorize that Vecna has spawned a gate at each site of his murders, which they communicate to Steve's group in the Upside Down. Both parties reunite inside Eddie's trailer at the gate where Chrissy died. Robin and Eddie safely exit, but Vecna possesses Nancy. She discovers that he is Victor Creel's son, Henry, who killed his mother and sister with his psychokinetic powers before falling into a coma and being placed in Brenner's care. Henry became subject one in Brenner's attempts to replicate his powers and later the orderly that Eleven befriended. Eleven finally remembers Henry committing the lab massacre and trying to kill her when she refused to help fulfill his murderous ambitions. Eleven overpowers Henry and sent him into the Upside Down where he ultimately became Vecna. (gasps) Okay, let me get my complaining out of the way. Another 30 pointless minutes, in my opinion, of watching Hopper fight a Demogorgon. Doesn't even kill it. He just gets in. We see him and Joyce are reunited. Yippee! Yeah, we probably didn't need all that build up with the meal and the weapons and all the, you know. I was glad to see them reunite, but yeah, there was a lot of nonsense in there. Reunited and it feels so, so good. good. I really liked... um seeing the transition to Vecna though. Yeah, I was not expecting that honestly. I loved I liked it. I like doing a lot. Loved it. Great great writing. I thought it was yeah. I didn't see I honestly didn't see, I knew Abby and I both knew that Henry at the lab who was helping L was bad. We I just knew it. I knew he was yeah. up to no good because mm. he reminded me of if um uh is it Bill Skarsgård that plays Pennywise? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If Bill Skarsgård and uh, Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka had a baby, that would be <laughs> that dude. Yeah. He yeah. was always just off. Like, there was something off about him the whole time. I also like that every time Vecna kills, there was so much power that it opens a portal. I thought that was pretty clever that Dustin figured that out. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't figure out this Papa Brenner character. Like, is he... He's bad, right? Papa? I don't, 
I don't think fully, like, I think he had somewhat good intentions, but it, he, he's kind of made out to be like bad, I guess. I mean, they're still doing weird shit with these kids. Like, right. Right. Like, why was he trying to replicate Henry's powers? I mean, it's a government thing, right? Where they got to use them as weapons or something. Right. It's, right. You know, the cold war and all that. Like, what were they doing? Well, unless they discovered the upside down, because Vecna is in Dustin says this, that what is this? Is it the flare, the skin flare? What's what's like the big bad guy? The uh, the mind flare, the mind flare. I think that's correct. They said that Vecna is a foot soldier for him. So he is not the ultimate bad guy, right? That's not who they're going to mm-hmm. end up fighting at the very end of this whole thing. It's going to be the mind flare. Um, yeah. So I'm wondering if Brenner and his group knew about the upside down and they thought that maybe putting together an army of these powerful kids could fight the mind flayer. Maybe it's possible. I don't know. I'm trying to now we have Russia involved. Like, do they have like some other part of it? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that either. I'm, I just really want to be done with that (laughs) storyline. Yeah. I, again, I don't know. How, I'm with Seth. I don't know how it like. Is this going to end up being some sort of like nuclear thing? This like when when did the nuclear bombs happen? When was that? I don't know. I'm not. I'm terrible with history. Well, I mean, we're still like in the middle of the Cold War stuff, and it's the 80s, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before that all broke up, so they're going to have to tie this Russia thing back into it somehow. Yeah. Like, do they have a portal also? And they're all. I don't know. That could be. I'm wondering if Russia had knowledge of the upside down and were trying to use it to their advantage and then Brenner is trying to stop it and that's why we have or vice versa. You or know. Yeah. yeah, or vice versa. Maybe they were trying to stop what Brenner was doing. I really don't yeah. know. Um I do but, love the reveal though of Victor Creel, um, that whole storyline, the Vecna storyline, how it comes around full circle. That um, was a really good storyline. Yeah. For sure, and I like the like ever once they went down in the lake, like that whole segment was really good. Yes, 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 yes. Agreed. Um, L regaining her powers just took too long to me, and those mm-hmm. scenes in the hospital were just excruciatingly long. Um, well, they went on through like several episodes. Like it just was too much. I think they were just trying to drag it out as much as they could to think make you think that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. And then here's where I have the note, which I'm sure you guys are sick of me bitching about because you've heard me off mic talking about it repeatedly. We have all these flashbacks of L with her biological mom, all these flashbacks of uh-huh. L with these kids at this wherever, this lab, having full-fledged con- like, comprehensive conversation. And when we met L, she couldn't talk. Like wh- what? Yeah. How convenient. They forgot that. I mean there must be some reason. I'm try- I can't remember the first season that well, but I think Will taught her how to talk or not Will, Mike. Didn't Mike teach her how to talk? Cuz they call her L cuz she has the 11 written or tattooed on her hand. Well, unless just, something Go ahead, Jess. I was just going to say I think there was probably some sort of like brainwashing or fucking something going on there that was blocking that for her yeah or some kind of traumatic because you know we see what happened right 
I don't know. It just annoyed me to no end that the, I was like, you got to be joking. We meet this girl. She can't talk. And all of a sudden now she's remembering all of these like full fledged conversations that she had with people like, like meaningful conversations where these kids are bullying her and having conversation with her. I'm like, this is fuck. I'm losing my voice. Cause I can't talk. And just once again, I think the trauma and the fact that just everything that she's been through plays into that. Mm-hmm. All right. Plus all this stuff she's remembering at the lab happened like seven years ago. Yeah. Right, but she escaped that day, did she not? That's the day she escaped, I thought. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I think, it is. I think so. <clears throat> no, because the first season doesn't take place in 79. It's like 84 or something. Because hmm. all the flashbacks, it says 79, like when they first flash back to that whole her in the lab. when you know. I thought that yeah. was the day that she escaped, but I could be wrong. So I'm like, she just, I don't know. I just thought it was amazing that she's having all these conversations. And well, first when we meet her, she can't talk because she can't talk, communicate with the group of friends. I feel like we missed something. Uh, it was very, con- it's been so long. Since it, was it was very on. convenient. I know that much. Yeah. Very, very convenient stranger things. But all right, that was uh, chapter seven. The last episode of volume one. Volume two comes out tomorrow in about an hour, actually. I'm not staying up to watch it, but uh, the last two episodes will be out tomorrow. Anything else you guys want to say before we jump into HMC favorites? Did you do fun facts with Seth? No, but if we have time, I have a little segment we can do. Do you want to do it now? We can. It's like a little, it's a little trivia thing. Ooh, fun facts with trivia, Seth. Hold on, because there weren't really like any fun facts. Let me get to it. It's like a test your Stranger Things knowledge before you go on to the part two. Oh, God. Okay, well, so let's, let's wait. Do a couple let's wait. Let's do it at the end. Okay. Let's do it at the end. All right, let's do HMC okay. favorites. Jess, what was your favorite scene or scenes from the chapter volume one? <laughs> um, it would have to be the Vecna transition, like just all of that coming together. I didn't really see that coming. Mm-mm. I was racking my brain. I was like, oh, it'd be too easy, I think, for that to be the case but i really liked how they did it yeah i i agree with you what about you seth favorite scene or scenes from the movie kind of similar to what jess said because i just was not expecting that and i knew that dude was bad but i couldn't figure out how he was going to tie into it yeah but like favorite scenes like basically from when they go down in the lake port lake portal and on because then it kind of starts coming together then yeah that really is when all the whole storyline gets tied together Mm -hmm. um yeah. Again, I'm biased. I love my hawk, but the scenes with Robin, Nancy, and Steve, and Dustin, I think they're all great. Uh, the L being bullied at school thing, I think it's because I have two little girls, but like that really bothered me. It like, made my skin hurt to have to watch that. And so I think, while it's not enjoyable to watch, they did it so well that I think it's a good scene if I have that kind of emotional reaction to it. Um, I also thought all of Vecna's kill scenes were great. They were really well done. And then I think that final scene of Nancy seeing... I like how they had... Nancy at the house realizing that um, Henry, I think his name was Henry, but uh, Victor Creel's son was Vecna at the same time you have Elle at the lab realizing that her relationship with the older Henry caused him to become Vecna. So I really like how they transition that together and then give you one big reveal. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Thing you like most about the movie, Jess? It's not a movie, it's a TV series. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I think like we... We said mainly the Hawkins storyline. I just wanted everybody to be back there <laughs> for the most part. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and just, yeah, the Steve and Dustin relationship. I just love, I continue to love that. It's like one of my favorite things about the show. That's Abby's too. Um, Seth, I'm going to jump in because I'm basically, I have exactly that written. I love everything. Me the Hawkins storyline minus the one Max episode, which I think is terrible. But I think that that storyline was so good that it made all the other ones not mm-hmm. matter to me. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was a Hawkins storyline and those actors in the that storyline to me are my favorite. Yeah, agreed. I could have had a whole season just on that, to be honest. A mm-hmm. uh, thing you didn't like about the show, Jess? The Russian storyline for the like probably fifth time I've said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. It was just super boring to me and kind of I don't know felt unnecessary a little bit. Um, like we said, I think it would have been a better route to go if he would have kind of exited last season. Hopper. But, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Seth? Um, similar the storylines, like the Russia one, the L storyline, and the when they went to Utah, it was just all dragged out too long. Right. Like that I mean they could have put it in there and made it like part of a episode, not like a whole episode about it. Yeah, I basically have the same thing. There's too many non-essential storylines. Hopper and Joyce drug out way too long. Will, Mike, and Jonathan are so non-important to me in this Mm -hmm. season that their story could have been wrapped up in honestly like 15 minutes, if we're being truthful. Um, The one Max episode did nothing. I found it extremely frustrating. And then the whole Billy aspect, because he was such a piece of crap the whole previous season and this one yeah. thing makes him all of a sudden like a savior that she like is mm-hmm. worshiping and going to his grave site and I'm like I was like mm-hmm. I get what they're trying to do but like I remember last season and the guy sucked okay yeah uh, for Christ's <laughs> sakes he tried to bang Mike's mom okay like come on um, the L storyline drug out way too much but it did have a really good climax whenever you got to see all that come together Ooh, but, climax yeah um that basically i'm not going to complain anymore i'm done uh would you watch this season again jess yeah i would seth yeah i probably would i said not a chance (laughs) of course not a chance all right did you guys rate this as a stabby's rating how did you guys rate it i haven't really rated it i did i did just like stabby's just the regular old stabby's number out of five Yes, I did. All right, beautiful. That's what I did. Let's jump, Seth. You better hurry. Let's jump over to Stabby's <laughs> ratings. We rate every movie on a zero to five Stabby scale. Some movies get a zero because they suck, like the platform. Some movies get a five because they're great, like it. Chapter one. At the end, we'll average it out and give the average Stabby's rating from the HMC. We are where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews and ratings. Seth, did I drag it out long enough for you to get a to get a rating? Yeah. I can rate this easy enough. All right. Well, give it to me, sweetheart. Um, Like we've already talked about, like I really like the Hawkins storyline. It had too many dragged out long other storylines, though. I'm not going to rehash all that. Um, And there's only certain actors that I like, but I gave it a three and a half. Ooh, a 3.5. I love the show, but I would have given, you know, the previous seasons a lot higher rating. I tend to agree with you, big boy. Especially the Starcourt one. That's your favorite? I think so. You know what, though? Honestly, that it might be my favorite also. And I wonder mm-hmm. if, because I like that season so much, this season wasn't as good. But Yeah, I mean, that last season before this was really good. What I about, feel like I judge it against that one a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. What about you, Jess? Um, I won't go through everything like again. <laughs> 
but I get like I love this series as a whole I would give it like a 4.9 but like as this season just for this season I gave it a 3.5 twinsies twinsies um I'm not going to, I'm also not going to go through. I feel like I did a great job of covering all the things I didn't like, but yeah, we've um, all already kind of said it. So I love the Hawkins storyline. That was a saving grace. I actually gave it a three out of five. Um, so hmm. I was, I was pretty close to you guys, honestly, but yeah. um, there was just the Hawkins storyline saved it. The rest of it, I could have done without, but again, I understand yeah. what they're doing because they have, they're probably paying these actors money. So they have to have them in the show. Right. So, they just had too many by the time they got here, and then it was like, what are they going to do with all these? And I also yeah. think that the episodes were way too long. I think I would have found it more interesting if they had done 10 or even 11 shorter episodes and like maybe did, instead of cramming all of that into one episode, like did just an episode on the Mike's group and just knocked it out and got it over with. Yeah, I yeah, agree. for sure. All right, let's jump over to some of those other folks who like to rate and review movies. Us, the Horror Movie Crew, where we are where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews and ratings. Jess, would you like to read the Rotten Tomatoes critics consensus for season four? Darker and denser than its predecessors, Stranger Things' fourth chapter sets the stage for the show's final season in typically binge-worthy fashion. Bum, bum, bum. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it an 89% on 154 reviews. I think that's for the entire um, series. But season four, I believe, is a 78.5% average rating from the, the critics. The audience gave it a 90% on 1,900 reviews. Uh, the average rating was 4.5 out of 5 for season four. IMDb gives the entire Stranger Things series an 8.7 or 87% um, on 1.1 million uh, votes, votes, no ratings. Uh, we, the horror movie crew, we gave it a three point three 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 repeat. Seth, out of five or sixty six percent, which isn't terrible, I guess. It's not great. It's not a so great. Not a so good. <laughs> not a so great. I think it's just so. Okay. I think it's just so okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. All right, before we wrap it up and do tri- uh, and do patron shout outs, Seth, hit us with your uh, your Stranger Things trivia. I'll just do a couple of these things here. So, okay. Question one: What song saves Max from Vecna? Well, we already know what it is. It's running up the hill, up right? The hill. Yeah, it actually gives you like multiple choice. Oh, well, we didn't even need multiple oh, shows. Okay. What kind of food does the place that Argyle works for sell? Oh, fuck. Come on. Jess, you know this. Like, what does he deliver? Oh, pizza. It's yeah. <laughs> actually kind of easy. Zah. Zah. It's the Zah, man. We're two for two. <laughs> Which of these characters is not new this season? Ooh. So not new. Okay. Eddie. Argyle, Dr. Owens, or Fred? Dr. Owens is not new. Correct. Three for three. How good we are. (laughs) Give us a hard one. What's the name of the girl who bullies Eleven? Angela. Chrissy, Erica, Abigail, or Angela? Angela. Angela. (laughs) We don't even need need these multiple choicers. 
No. Okay. So I know you guys are going to know this one. What's the name of the D and D club? Eddie, Lucas, Dustin, Mike, and later Erica are in. Hit him with it, Jess. It's the Hellfire Club. Yeah. Five for five. <laughs> That's five for five. Says we're five for five stabbies, baby. Which character does not appear in this season? This is easy. Well, maybe not. Billy, Susie, Alexi, or Doctor Brenner. Alexi. Who's Alexi? Yeah. I forgot about him. He's he was that not, Russian guy. He died at like the carnival or whatever, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember him. He kind of like, he was kind of like on the bad side or whatever, I guess you could say. And then he like was working with them. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's like, he got the glasses and he goes <clears throat> yeah, 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 with yeah. them to Murray's. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So this one's a little trickier. Who dies first? Fred, Chrissy, Patrick or Agent Harmon? Fred, Chrissy, you say Patrick? Patrick or Agent Harmon. Which one's Patrick? Uh, he's one of the, he's a kid. In the lake? Actually, mm-hmm. I don't know where he's from. It's There's Chrissy. a picture of him, but it's I don't Chrissy. know what he's. It's got to be Chrissy. My first instinct was going to, was Chrissy. Yep. Oh. I think Patrick is the basketball player that gets sucked up into the yes uh, above okay. the lake. What is the name of the girl in band who Robin has a crush on? Oh, Vicky, Tammy, Greta, or Alice? Oh shit! I have no, I have no idea. Uh, is it Vicky? Vic- is that your guess? Vicky yeah. sounds too too easy. <gasps> That's I- correct. Oh, there you go. <laughs> What do you want to do one more? Yeah, one more. This is an easy one. We're eight for we're eight <coughs> for eight. What does Joyce receive in the mail in the first episode? A porcelain doll. Yeah, a doll is what it says. All right, well, we're nine for nine. Give us one more. We'll go ten for ten. What is the name of the newspaper Nancy helps run? Oh shit. Hawkins Post. Hawkins Daily, Hawkins Tiger, or Hawkins Times? Hawkins Times? Come on, you guys got to get 10 for 10. Oh, that's not it. <laughs> Is that Actually, not I it? Know. I haven't, I don't know. Is that your guess? That was, yeah. I, you I know have to what? click on it to find out. And Jess, I trust. I'm going with it. No, it was Hawkins Tiger. Ah, the Hawkins Oh, I never guessed Oh, because it has that stupid logo on it. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I can't remember. That would have been like my last guess, so we I wouldn't have got that right. Okay, let's so get this last one. Okay, go ahead. Why do, why does Joyce say she's going to Alaska? To rescue Hopper, to go on a business trip, to go on a trip with Murray, to go see Will and Jonathan's father. A business trip. Yay. <laughs> there you got it. Woo, we did okay. We didn't do terrible. That was fun. We did good. <laughs> well, we suck at trivia. Everybody knows yeah. it. Those are pretty easy, though. <laughs> That's true. All right, let's wrap it up. Let's do some patron shout outs. <gasps> Vicky D. Thank you, Vicky. Brian Hathaway from the Don't Go Out There podcast. They just did a great episode on the um, A Nightmare on Elm Street remake, of which I asked a question and they answered it. I'm going to ask you guys the same question. If they were to reboot A Nightmare on Elm Street tomorrow, who would you guys <laughs> pick to play Freddy Krueger? 
You can you can pick Robert England if you want. He's seventy like one years old. I wouldn't pick him. I would pick Richard Brake, who plays Foxy from Three from Hell. He also plays um, Seth. You'll probably know Richard Brake from Halloween Two. He's the one that Michael Myers cuts his head off with a piece of glass from the wrecked ambulance at oh, the beginning. Okay. I would. He, he's you know he's going fuck 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 that guy. I could see that. Yeah, I'd pick him. But you guys, who would you pick to play Freddy? Hell, I don't know. Mm. It's hard to pick for me. They picked uh, the actor from Stranger Things last season that played Billy. They thought he would be a good Freddy. Mm. All right, I can see that. You guys what think about, about the, it, and oh, you got one. What about the dude that plays Art the Clown? Oh, I don't think that'd be good. No, no. I don't know. All right. Well, hey, you think about it and get back to me. Kimberly D. Thank you, Kimberly D. Mike R. D. Cole. Felicia Connor from Two Chicks in a Horror Flick. Caitlin. Caitlin needs to give me a movie so we can watch it because I don't know if I want to watch another one of her movies because Fear.com was terrible. The Ashleys, Ashley V and Ashley S. Ashley V was just on a cocktails episode with me a few weeks ago. That's up now if you want to go check it out. It's doing really well. A lot of downloads. Mark and Brooke from Podcast on Elm Street, the OGs, and my lovely mother, Nana Stevie Nicks. That wraps up HMC 91, Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1. Volume 2 comes out tomorrow. I think I know who I would pick. Okay. Who is it? (laughs) Um, I think the dude that was just in uh, the new Batman movie, Paul Dano. Ooh, that'd be good. I think I just think he would be super fucking creepy. He would be creepy if they redo a Nightmare on Elm Street. They've got to they've got to do something different. They can't. I don't what? think they can have like the goofy Freddy. What about old yeah. Skarsgård? Oh, he would be good, but he was Pennywise. No. I think that'd be hard to distinguish him from Pennywise. Yeah. They can do that weird eye thing. <laughs> That's true. I don't know that Freddie had a weird eye, but <laughs> I mean, I would watch that. I think Bill Skarsgård is great. I'm excited for his new movie with Justin Long. That uh, who's the yes. Jeff? Did you send that? What now? You sent us that trailer, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. For Barbarian. Barbarian. Yes, that looks really good. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up HMC 91 Stranger Things season. Volume one. Our next episode is HMC 92. I've said this like six times now, but our next episode is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Jess, we're going to do the movie, I promise. We're going to do it, damn it. Yeah, I got to watch that like tomorrow. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Tomorrow's Friday. Yeah, we're doing mm-hmm. that Sunday. Yeah, we need to do that. But in any case, I loved hanging out with you guys. I miss you guys. I'm feeling great. Seth, you're going to see me in person tomorrow. Yep. I'm going to lick all your food before you eat it. Good, you better. (laughs) I'm excited for our next in-person recording. I know. The studio is pretty bare right now. But it's actually a fucking mess, but that's okay. Uh, In any case, we're out of here. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media... Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast, and you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all.
Oh, I like that creepy. Bye. Bye Maybe you could be Freddy. Maybe. Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> but Freddy also sounds like Scooby-Doo.